surrender. surrender to you, Jesus. Come on. You feel him here? Come on. There's two reasons why people surrender. One is because of fear, and the other is because of love. Hmm. Can I just, I'm just going to be more raw today than probably normal. But we are being trained how to surrender out of fear. And it's not the kingdom. It is not the kingdom. Would y'all say that with me? Fear is not the kingdom. In our whole world right now, it doesn't matter what government it is. Every government of the world is trying to control people through fear. But there's a heavenly government that does not use fear because it has no desire to control us. It wants us to surrender out of freedom and because of love. So there's two motivations in the world today. I love that Ashley opened with this. So we're surrendering to love. There's fear and there is love. And anything we do in response to fear is sin. I'm going to say that again because anything we do out of response to fear leads to sin. But when we surrender to love, come on, freedom comes. And we want to surrender to you, Jesus, because of your love and because we love you too. We're not afraid of hell. <laughs> We're not afraid of persecution. We're not afraid to, to struggle. That's not what causes our surrender. It's our love for you and your love for us. Fear sometimes sounds like wisdom. Are you all okay? Yes, we're going to go for it. We're going to dig today. 
A lot of times, fear sounds like wisdom. And the wisdom only comes from one place. It only comes from God. Amen? And wisdom can only come from obeying the voice of the Lord. We're just going to have a conversation, so y'all track, track with me. I cannot gain wisdom by reacting in fear. The enemy prowls around like, like he's not a roaring lion. He pretends to be one. <laughs> and the only way he can affect the trajectory we're on or the path that we're on is to try to scare us. Because the Bible says the steps of a righteous man are ordered by God. So if I am on the path God has laid for me because I'm following his voice of love, it doesn't matter what the enemy brings or introduces that's fear-based. I'm steadfast. The Bible says that, that a righteous man will look back in times of fear and have no fear. When everywhere around us is fear, he will have no fear because he's on the path that Jesus laid out for him. So the enemy comes like a roaring lion, pretends to be a roaring lion, pretends to have authority, pretends to have teeth, pretends to have arms and legs, yet Jesus disarmed him and defeated him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Completely. So he prowls around like a roaring lion, stirring up fear everywhere he goes because he knows we're on a path and the only way to get us to move off of that path is to scare us. Because when we're scared, we react. Whoa, we jump back. We, I don't even have to think about it. I walk up on a snake, I'm jumping back. I didn't think about it. Fear led me to an action without any, any like cognitive reasoning going on. It was built into us. Snakes are bad. I stepped on a snake, I jumped back from the snake. The enemy's a snake, and he tries to come around and scare us and move people. I have never, like, I, I haven't been around that long, but in my entire life, I've never seen the masses controlled by fear the way I see it right now. I've never in my life seen that. I've never seen people willing to just say, I'm so afraid that I'll do whatever you tell me to do. And we throw out the wisdom and the voice of the Lord. What does the Lord say? Now, are you an end time believer? Now, I'm going to look around. Are you an end time believer? So the Bible says that in the end times, we will face perilous times. There will be danger all around us. But it says, you will take up any poison. And what will happen? It won't harm you. Come on. You will drink deadly poison and it will not harm you. Why? Because we were raised for this time. We're supernatural. It says you will pick up serpents and they will not harm you. They will not harm you. And you and I were born for this time. Like any time the Lord could have had us born, he chose right now for you and me to be born. 
because he knew we had the stuff it took to stand for righteousness when everything around us is being moved here and there. But I'm afraid for what's happening in the church, not just our church, in the church worldwide, because we're giving up all control to outside forces that only move us through fear. You and I should develop a system inside of us that when something's trying to move us by fear, a warning light should go off. If I feel fear from something, that fear is being introduced for a reason. And I'm not just talking about COVID. I'm not just talking about governments. I'm not talking about all. I'm talking everywhere we look. Fear is the mechanism used to control us everywhere. Don't speak up. Don't you dare say abortion is wrong. We'll cancel you. We'll cancel me. You don't control my, my livelihood. You don't control. Come on. We're from a, we have dual citizenship. We're from a different world. We're aliens. The fear of man and the fear of death has gripped the church. You know what the Bible says? We're, this podcast this week got me, man, me too. But he was talking about end times and, and spiritual warfare and, and, and how actually simple spiritual warfare is supposed to be because it's not about us. It's about his authority. So I can do all the holy water and incantations and all. And none of that does anything. But the name of Jesus does all of it. And he was saying, well, how do these end times people overcome? And it tells us in Revelation, they will overcome him by what? The what? The blood of the lamb. Everyone say the blood of the lamb. What else? The word of whose testimony? Our testimony. Woo. Then what does it say? We don't remember this part, do we? They loved not their lives unto death. In other, in other words, death is not a threat to a believer. Hello? Death is not a threat to us as believers. You can't threaten me with dying because I get to be one moment from here and the next moment with Jesus. That's not a threat. What of this world can compare to Jesus face to face? Yet, for a year and a half, we've allowed the fear of sickness, the fear of death to control us. And I'm not saying be stupid, but I'm saying listen to what God tells you to do. Obey Jesus. Obey the voice of the Lord. Because anytime fear is used, it has an agenda. And its agenda is to control us. I wrote this last night when I was going to sleep and thank the Lord I didn't go into cramps. <laughs> I'm the biggest baby when I get cramps. I, I cry. I'm like, babe, please help me. Make it stop. I don't even have any muscle, but man, I sure cry. <laughs> and I wrote this down last night. I'm just going to keep going. This is, this is fun. It is amazing to me how many of us complain about God trying to control us or the church being controlling. But the same people will happily surrender control to a government. 
A government, by the way, which kills innocent babies in the womb and calls it mercy. A government that promotes godless agenda and calls it the new family. A government that leaves friends and citizens behind after war. You want to trust that government? A government that takes our hard-earned money and wastes it. A government whose cure for mental health crisis is to prescribe antidepressants like they're candy. A government that literally uses its citizens' time, talent, and treasure to enrich themselves. You're like, oh, well, my politician doesn't do that. Yeah, every single one of them gets rich. How do they get rich? They know stuff we don't know. And they make us afraid and can manipulate markets, can manipulate pharmacy, can manipulate health care, can manipulate the media. It's all under control. Like, yet we want to complain. Following Jesus is controlling. Something has to change. Something has to change. We have to, we have to become men and women now. We can't be little boys and girls anymore. Like we can't. We've gotten too soft. Hello? Gotta be a warrior. Every night when I pray over Levi, I tell him that you're a warrior. That's right, Daddy. I'm a warrior. I'll be a warrior all my life. Amen, buddy. You are a warrior. What war? A war of the kingdom of light versus the kingdom of darkness. It is a real war. If, if we can't see right now that we are in a war that, between darkness and light, then we need to be slapped. Need the smelling salt. Oh, hey, what is going on in our world? All right. You ready for this? A few months back, the Lord began to do another sozo on my heart. If you don't know what a sozo is, it's just inner healing. It's, it's the Lord saved, healed, delivered. It's, it's him redeeming every area of your life, spirit, soul, body. And years ago, the Lord told me if, if, if I would let him, he'd give me a sozo every day, every month, whenever I needed one. I was like, well, I need a lot of them, so let's go for every day. <laughs> um, and a few months back, the Lord began to do something. And he told me that the, the new believer that we're to train up in this house are to be those found in Matthew 10, 16 through 20. It's Matthew 10, 16 through 20. He says, these are the believers that we're going to be training up in this house. Matthew 10, 16. Behold, this is Jesus talking to his disciples and future apostles. Behold, I send you out as sheep among wolves. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Hello? I send you out as sheep among wolves. 
But here's what he said. Be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. And he told me that we're going to be, begin to train people on what it looks like to be a, wise as a serpent, but harmless as a dove. And what do we mean by that? Well, as a Christian, I should be dangerous, but harmless. I should be able to make war with principalities and powers and rulers and darkness and in even ideas and thoughts, the Bible says, that, that set themselves up against the knowledge of God. This is a stronghold he told us to pull down. I should be able to make war in the heavenlies. Come on. Was it Ron Canoli used to sing that, making war in the heavenlies? That we're, we were made to make war in the heavenlies. That sounds like we would be dangerous. We're supposed to be dangerous. But we as Christians think we're supposed to not be dangerous. We're supposed to be little sheep. No, we're supposed to be dangerous. Wise as serpents, harmless as doves. We make war in the heavenlies, but we love people. Because our war is not against... Our war is not against flesh and blood. It's not against the people in our government. It's not the people we work with. It's not our families. Our war is not one single person on this planet. It's not the Taliban. Our war is not people. But our war is against powers, principalities, rulers, and again, thoughts that are against the knowledge and wisdom of God. And we've been so afraid to attack thoughts that come against the wisdom of God that we've backed ourselves into a corner and we've become, um, we've lost our saltiness. Because we're supposed to be the voice in the wilderness crying out, this is the way, walk in it. the John the Baptist generation rising up. Oh, behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. I'm not even worthy to untie his shoes. Prepare the way for him. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight paths for his feet. That's who you and I are. Hello? You and I are of that John the Baptist DNA. We're here to prepare the way of the Lord for the Messiah to come back, to make straight paths. We're the voice in the wilderness, the voice that's counterculture. Be wise as serpents, harmless as doves, but beware of men. For they will deliver you up to councils, and they will beat you in their synagogues. And you will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, as a testimony to them. What we will see in the future and what we fear as persecution is actually an opportunity to give a testimony to powerful people about Jesus Christ. And when they deliver you up, do not worry about how or what you should say. It's Matthew 16, 10, 16 through 20. Do not worry about what you're going to say, about defending yourself, about how you're going to get out of this mess that you're in. For it will be given to you in that hour what you shall speak. 
For it is not you who speak, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks from you. It's time for us to carry the words of the Lord. Romans 16, 19, and 20 says it like this. Be excellent at what is good. Be innocent at what is evil. And the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. Come on, that's, you should, that's our, should be our favorite verse, right? Uh, Romans 16, 19, and 20. Be excellent. Be experts at what is good. Be innocent at things that are evil, and the God of peace will soon crush Satan underneath your feet. These, this is the heritage of those who fear the Lord. But we can't fear man, and we can't fear government, and we can't fear death. We have to fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Do you need wisdom today? I do. I need wisdom more than I've ever needed it before. We have too many options. I don't know. I don't know, should I, should I do this or should I not do it? Should I work here? Should I not work there? Should I take the jab? Should I not take the jab? Should I go here? All the things that we face right now. I need wisdom. We need wisdom more than ever. How do we get it? We fear the Lord and not man and not death. Then the Lord gave me more language for what he's doing. He said he's going to make us sheepdogs. Sounds fun. A sheepdog. We're going to be sheepdogs. Why a sheepdog? Well, because sheepdogs, they're related to the wolf. Sheepdogs are, their ancestors are wolves. And it has some of the wolf characteristics, the fight, the authority, the majesty, the power, all of that, right? But unlike the wolf, see, the wolf is selfish, and the wolf is a predator. The wolf is only looking out for himself or herself. But a sheepdog who has some of the wolf, wolf characteristics has one major difference. He loves the sheep. He will protect the sheep. And he will fight the wolves for the sheep. And God is going to raise up sheep dogs in this house who are wise as serpents, harmless as doves. You're dangerous, but you love the people you've been called to serve. You're dangerous, but you love the people of God. And sheep dogs are going to rise up all over the place. Men and women, sheepdogs everywhere. You're going to rise up in your place of work, and you're going to be wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. You're going to have some of the DNA of a wolf, but you're going to care about the people you work with. And when other people are wolves climbing the ladder, you're going to be a sheepdog who climbs the ladder while looking out for other people, and people are going to be confused by it. How did you get here? You don't fight the way we fight. I'm born of different stuff. I'm not out for myself. <laughs> Sorry, y'all.
Yeah, do it in us, Jesus. Do it. We say yes, we surrender. Who knows? Maybe we've been called to the kingdom for such a time as this. <laughs> I, y'all know this. I have three sons. I'm not afraid of the future for my sons. I was. I always thought, man, we're going to the mountains, <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna keep everyone away from my boys because they're too too precious to throw to these wolves. And the Lord's like, they're sheep dogs. They're not wolves. They're not sheep. They're sheep dogs. You can, you can know that I raised them for such a time as this. All of you with kids, whoo, there's a different generation coming up. They will know God, and they will do exploits. It's the Daniels. It's the, the three Hebrew children, Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, or Shadrach, Meshach. It's that generation. They love their lives not to death. Oh, it's okay. You can throw us in the fiery furnace. Our God's able to rescue us for not obeying your wrong orders. And even, this is the best part, even if he doesn't save us, we're not going to bow. God, put that inside of us, that thing. Even if we're persecuted, we're not going to bow. There's, I want to I call up her name because I want to honor her. You've probably never even heard of this girl. Her name is Leah Sherabu. Anyone ever heard of Leah Sherabu? Awesome. This young girl was taken captive by Boko Haram terrorists in Nigeria over three years ago. I think she was 16. Nope, she was 14 when they kidnapped her. And they're like, hey, we'll let you go. All you have to do is denounce Christ as your Lord. She said, nope, I'm not going to do it. You don't know probably because the news doesn't talk about this is in the last 10 years or so, y'all probably know better numbers than I do, but Two million, five million people have been genocide, murdered in Nigeria by Muslim terrorists. And this is the culture that this 14-year-old girl said, yeah, I'm not going to denounce Jesus. He's my Savior. And for three years, she, she has stood and continues to stand. Nope. Jesus is my Lord. There's nothing you can do to me. There's nothing that you can do to scare me. Because I've decided that even if he doesn't save me, I will not bow my knee to some other God. 14-year-old girl, now she's 17. What does she have that I don't have? I want it. What intimacy with Jesus did she have as a 14-year-old girl that I don't know yet? I want it. How many want it? Won't you stand? Let's make that our altar call. Jesus...
We're going to pray into this in a moment. There's a scripture in the Bible, I think it's in Psalm. I'm sorry, I didn't prepare, so I can't remember exactly where it is. But it's speaking of, of Joseph. And Joseph went through the trials. He was lied about by Potiphar's wife. He went through his own brothers forsaking him and throwing him in and selling him into slavery and pretending he was dead. And he went through all of that. And this verse in Psalm says that, and Joseph, when iron, <clears throat> iron entered his soul, God put iron there to where he became a different man. And I want to pray that over, over all of us. If that's you, and this is just, again, an act of surrender, would you lift your hands? Jesus, we ask that you would put iron in our souls. Harden us. Not out of, out of callous, but out of resolve that we will serve you and we will follow you and we will be your hands and feet. May iron enter into our souls. Change us into a different person. The same stuff that, that Leah Sherabu has that causes her to not bow her knee. We honor her right now. And we ask that you would strengthen her resolve. Strengthen her right now. Feed her with angels from heaven. Minister to her wherever she is. We honor Leah. And God, we ask that the stuff she has in her that causes her to say, I will not bow, put that in us, God. Put that resolve inside of me. Put that resolve inside of my children. (laughs) Put that resolve in our sons and daughters. Raise up Leah's in this house who will not bow in this age where everyone bows. May we not have a price. Come on. So Holy Spirit, we're asking you to come right now and drive out anything in our life that waters down our love for Jesus. Anything that competes with our absolute love and devotion to Jesus. Make us followers of Christ who do not love our lives unto death, who overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. May they bear a sword in our mouth. Come on, put the sword of the Lord in our mouth that we may be a testimony May we stand before kings and governors and declare the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And may it change culture.
Come on, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you pray over your family? Yeah. Mm. Cover the, my family with the blood of Jesus. My family belongs to you, Jesus. It is settled. My grandkids belong to you, Jesus. It is settled. My great-grandkids, to a thousand generations, they will know you, Jesus. It is settled right now. It is settled. We make a covenant with you. We will raise our kids to be like Leah, Sherebu. We will raise them up to be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We will raise them up to be sheepdogs who can make war in the heavenlies and bring your kingdom to earth. We give our lives to this. This is what I say yes to. The innocent as doves part speaks of humility. We're not going to be arrogant. I'm going to pull, pull out the sword and rip people apart. It's going to be done through humility. Amen? But humility is not weakness. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Let me say yes to this. Yeah. Let me say yes to this.